Good evening. Good evening. We're uh, recording tonight since uh, we're Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving service and then we'll be gone on Friday. So, um, and we're looking at the last Sunday of the church year. So let's begin. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Eternal God, merciful Father, you have appointed your Son as judge of the living and the dead. Enable us to wait for the day of his return with our eyes fixed on the kingdom prepared for your own from the foundation of the world. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the last Sunday of the church year is from Ezekiel chapter 34. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and I will rescue them from all places where they have been scattered, on a day of clouds and thick darkness. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land, and I will feed them on the mountains of Israel by the ravines and in all the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them with good pasture, and on the mountain heights of Israel shall be their grazing land. They shall lie down in good grazing land, and on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of Israel. I myself will shepherd, will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed. I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak, and the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice. Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep. Because you pushed with side and shoulder and thrust at the weak with your horns till you have scattered them abroad. I will rescue my flock. They shall no longer be a prey, and I will judge between sheep and sheep, and I will set them over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd, and I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David shall be prince among them. I am the Lord. I have spoken. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the epistle is from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. But each in his own order, Christ the first fruits, then it is coming those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he delivers the kingdom of God the Father, after destroying every rule and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. For God has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when it says all things are put in subjection, it is plain that he is accepted, he is ex he is accepted who put all things in subjection under him. When all things are subjected to him, then the Son himself will also be subjected to him who put all things in subjection under him, that God may be all in all. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the gospel lesson for Sunday is from Matthew 25, beginning with verse 31. Jesus said, when the Son of Man comes in glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on the left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. 
I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these brothers, these my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on the left, depart from me, you cursed, into the fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger and did not welcome me, naked and you did not clothe me, sick and in prison and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, say, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Truly I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, you watch any sports show on television or online, and inevitably there'll be a discussion at some point, um, either about an NBA player and an NFL player, about who's the GOAT. GOAT stands for the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. Well, in our reading today, the goats are the sinners, right? They're, um, they're worthy of judgment, not of um, all this acclaim. And yet, as I was thinking about the text, really Jesus becomes the goat, doesn't he? He takes on uh, the sin of the world into himself. He embodies uh, the worst of sinners, every sin of every human being, past, present, and future. He embodies that on the cross, suffers and dies for it, and rises victorious over it. He's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. And by becoming the goat, he makes us sheep, his sheep. He cleanses us from all our sins. He gives us uh, hope and a future. And it's interesting, the, um, the separation of the sheep and the goats in the text is not on the basis of what they do, but on who they are. At the end, it's... Uh, uh, the sheep go one way and the, the goats go another. Reminds me about the, um, <clears throat> the weeds and the wheat, right? It's not sorted out until the end. God wants all people to be saved and, and to come to a knowledge of the truth. He wants uh, us to be his sheep, every last human being to be his sheep, to be back under his care. Uh, and um, so really, Jesus, I'm looking at this in just kind of a different kind of way, he's the goat. He's the greatest of all time. He's, nobody loves us like that, uh, like God does in Jesus Christ. And uh, he takes on the worst of all of us that we might have everything that belongs to him. And that's what he gives us. So that's where kind of I'm going with this. Yeah, it's good. I, um, I, I think one of the interesting conversations I had with uh, my grandchildren this past week um, uh, we're talking about Jesus died for all people and Jesus wants all to be saved. And um, David, being a little bit of a schnakester, said, but he didn't die for Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we're tempted to say that, is that God didn't die for all people. But according to this text, right, even from Ezekiel, that he's always seeking out all of us and he doesn't stop at anything to go after 
um, and he will prod and bring back those back to his fold and um, and and rescue them um, through the preaching of repentance, through the preaching of the law, um, to turn us around from our sin. For we all, like sheep, have gone astray. We've each turned to our own way, but the Lord has laid on him the goat, right. the iniquity of us all, so that we might live with him. He becomes the goat, yeah, the the, you know, the... He embodies that at the cross, and sometimes we forget that aspect, even though that he's totally innocent, he's the perfect human being, right, and, and he's God. Um, but he, he, he takes into his body the sin of the world, and, and there's, there's nothing greater than that, that um, no greater love um, is there anywhere in any place. So our Lord, he's, he's the greatest of all time. Um, uh, he loves us to death, even death on the cross, is willing to take on um, you know, the suffering and, and death that we deserve in order that we might have uh, his life, his forgiveness, his, his peace. And really, when we come to church, we, we come to receive his greatness, right? Um, you know, the judgment, too, is not based on works, because notice what he says to the, to the sheep, that... Um, um, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you before the creation of the world. So before we even have a chance to do anything, we've already got this as a gift. And we're like in holy baptism, that's where we are made children of God. We're clothed with his righteousness, with his, with his goodness. And this um, bears fruit as the word of God has its way in our lives in love and care for others. And what I love about this passage too is they don't... Um, the sheep don't realize that they they're they, were doing it. they don't even know they were doing it because this is who they are. This is what this is what you do, right? And in the same way, when you're focused inward, you only care about yourself. That you know uh, of, of making a name for yourself instead of uh, um, seeking to um, bring blessing to others. They don't realize that they're not doing it. That they because they're so inwardly focused. So it's really a great text. And and the last Sunday of the church year. Um, we focus on the last times, and there will be a time uh, uh, when our Lord comes to judge the living and the dead. And um, what he wants for us is to be his sheep, and, and he goes uh, so far as to become a goat that we might become his sheep. And why does he wait to come again in glory? Because he wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. He wants his flock together. So join us together with him this Sunday in receiving these gifts, in receiving the inheritance of all of the blessings of God in, in Jesus Christ. So with that, um, since Jesus is the goat, uh, we our last hymn on Sunday is crown him with many crowns. Uh, he's the greatest of all time. So how about we sing verses 1 and 5? Sounds good. Crown him, him with many crowns, the Lamb upon his throne. Hark how the heavenly anthem drowns All music but its own Awake my soul and sing Of him who died for thee And hail him as thy matchless king Through all eternity Crown him the Lord of heaven Enthroned in worlds above Crown him the king to whom is given the wondrous name of love. Crown him with many crowns as thrones before him fall. Crown him, 
ye kings with many crowns, for he is king of all. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. See you Sunday. See you Sunday. <laughs>